Welcome to the Nahrain Network podcast series. We're here today with Dr. Rojin Kamal Mohamed Amin. Dr. Rojin is the founder and head of Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group, lecturer at the City Planning and Engineering Department, Slimania Polytechnic University. Hello, Dr. Rojin, how are you? Good, how are you? It's good to see you again. You've been awarded a research grant from the Nahrain Network looking at cultural heritage in the Kurdistan region of Iraq. Could you tell us a bit about that? Well, thank you very much for uh, coming and uh, for this interview. Uh, it has been actually a great pleasure for us to receive uh, Nahrain Network's research grant for establishing a cultural heritage network in Kurdistan region and explore the challenges and opportunities of cultural heritage sector in the region. And it is for 12 months, but 12 months funded by Nahrain Network, but then it will be further sustained by the Suleimani Polytechnic University beyond that period. For the project, we are partnering like Suleimani Polytechnic University's Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group, partnering with University of Reading and University of Leicester. And the project's PI is Dr. Saad uh, uh, Askander, and the uh, co-eyes are myself and Dr. Alan uh, Faridun Ali, the president of Suleimani Polytechnic University. And the co-eyes from UK partners are uh, Professor Roger Matthews from University of Reading and uh, Dr. Ruth Young from uh, University of Leicester. So the project mainly focuses on, uh, you know, it has different components of it. Part of it is networking, you know, doing focus group data collections. And then another part is the, you know, the networking and the training, cap- uh, the training and capacity building part of it. So for the uh, data collection, uh, it kind of it involves both data collection through surveys and you know focus group with stakeholders decision makers uh, locals and stakeholders from cultural heritage sector uh, and of course in different levels i mean in different decision making levels and from different cities in kurdistan region and also uh, it also involves visiting you know related direct trades and related departments and things like that to collect other kind of data that we will be developing through surveys and you know interviews and then we also have a networking part and the educational activities that are conducted as public lectures and seminars by international experts that they talk about best practices in cultural heritage management, museology practices, you know, uh, writing and publications mm-hmm. in, uh, in a cultural heritage field. Yeah. And another part of it is also about the... Uh, training workshops that are people coming specifically trained, you know, targeted people among the network members. Because what we will do actually, the people, the stakeholders that we will be contacting as part of the data collections and focus group, we will be, uh, you know, encouraging them to join the network and, you know, develop a, a, a you know, membership for and, different people. And the purpose of the network is to build heritage capacity across a number of different sectors and across different parts of society yes it's both research networking and then capacity build it's actually three searching uh, networking and capacity building so in terms of capacity building aside from the one that you know the people who are working on the project the interns which are uh, young graduates from local universities that we will be involving in the data collection aside from other staffs of the digital cultural heritage research group 
Uh, we will be also doing training for the people who are the network members from the decision makers and you know stakeholders, like let's say the museum directors and think, telling them about best practices, you know, training them on best practices in museology or how to write grants and different other activities that we have listed in the application. And this is the first such network that looks at all three provinces, so it's not just focused on one province in the KRI, but actually looks at all three provinces and actually tries to build that connections and relationship between the different cultural heritage actors in these three provinces. Absolutely. And in fact, our long-term goal is actually to move beyond even, you know, the three three cities in Kurdistan region and also involve our, you know, our colleagues and and, and stakeholders in in the rest of Iraq, in Baghdad and other. And we already have good collaboration and coordination with with different people there. So the goal is to... Could could you tell us a bit more about the activities in terms of you've 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 mentioned speaking to students? Um, are you looking at perceptions about cultural heritage, and are there ways in which this could inform policy in Iraq? The research component of the project is about you know creating a baseline about the state of cultural heritage in Kurdistan region. A point of reference. Yes, so hopefully yeah. that will become like a point of reference for other researchers. So as part of that, we will be. You know, collecting data at different levels. One of them is laws, policies, and regulation, both at regional and and and, and uh, federal levels, just to see what are the things like the laws and policies that are guiding cultural mm-hmm. heritage and what are missing, and mapping different laws and policies, and then also conducting uh, surveys and collecting data and statistics about. Uh, programs and curriculums in the universities when it comes to cultural heritage capacity building at universities. So looking at educational sectors in terms of its relationship to cultural heritage and also statistics about cultural heritage sites, institutions, I mean, including local museum visitors, you know, how many people visit museums and how many, like uh, the management of museums and cultural heritage institutions. We already, you know, I know some of the other research projects have already established database for the sites. So we hope to build on those things, uh, making it as a research. So how many, uh, you know, how many sites have been documented, how many sites have not been documented, how many sites have been surveyed, how many sites we have that are considered archaeological sites, doing those kind of data collection and analyzing of those existing ones. But I mean, making all of those collecting as one, you know, big thing as part of our research part. So looking at different levels of data and different data on cultural heritage. And that's why I said we are exploring the challenges and opportunities of cultural heritage sector. Could you tell us a bit more about the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group? The Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group is a research that I founded and I had. Uh, the goal of the research group is actually to to encourage and also advance interdisciplinary cultural heritage research in Kurdistan region and Iraq uh, as part of its uh, short and long-term goals. And the goal is to also introduce, you know, explore as part of it, explore the role of technology in uh, cultural heritage because they are increasingly, relationship between them is growing very fast in terms of like, you know, so for example, when it comes to documentation or management or even presentation or promotion of cultural heritage, digital technology is proving an effective medium to conduct those. And that's why we have it as a digital cultural heritage research Mm. group. We have very good collaboration. We already helped the, a local museum, the Slemani Museum, with acquiring a fund from the U.S. Embassy for renovating its prehistory gallery uh, museum. That we are hoping to, you know, introduce some uh, new muse- museology practices, uh, advanced way of interpretation, 
And actually, this is as part of my visiting scholarship uh, by Nahrain Network and BISI, is actually to even develop a prototype for Slemani Museum when it comes to digital interpretation and using the power of storytelling for emotional engagement of the visitors with the collections. And at the Digital Cultural Heritage Research uh, Group, and as part of this new Nahrain funded project, this is an initiation that I have been uh, thinking and planning for actually to introduce an initiation, uh, call it Pay It Forward, and in Kurdish we call it Bigena, uh, and this is uh, something that is inspired by an old movie, <laughs> a Hollywood movie. This is a very interesting movie that it really touched me in the past, and also an observation from a friend about when 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 I used to you know help my colleagues and my uh, my my classmates with you know tutoring them, but then how sometimes I would have gone in, into an inefficiency because I kept repeating, just helping, just excessively without actually thinking about the power of asking other people who I help to help. So basically help. So basically, in, if I learn something, I share it with other one. So this initiation is actually as part will be something as part of the the social responsibility of the research group is something that we hope to pass anything any training we do for those people who we have you know we encourage this idea of sharing knowledge among others is just to pass is to increase the size of the impact of the training that we have so that it doesn't stay in one place or among a few group of people but also spreading it because our goal is actually to create opportunities especially for young people and this is something in my visiting here uh, that i have to realize you know by involving creative industry using technology as a training as part of you know applying it for cultural heritage there are also great uh, social benefit and also actually economic benefit for their own that they can actually start their own startups and do their own mm. businesses in and of course that can contribute to local economy tourism absolutely and improving services and of course, this is part of the engagement with cultural heritage. So you make actually the people take care for, you know, one of the best way for preserving cultural heritage is to make it relevant for people. And this is something even research shows. So if the people, first of all, they in enjoy it, they engage with it and through it, they find economic opportunities, then they tend to be more, you know, protected for their cultural heritage. And, and that's why it's important to actually involve people in preserving cultural, local cultural heritage with interpreting it, with marketing it, with at every, researching it at every level because, you know, first of all, you create training opportunities, then also economic opportunities, especially with creative industries, you know, with, with technology, you can do a lot by connecting the two. And there's much to be done um, given the state uh, of Iraq today in terms of cultural destruction, in terms of cultural continuity. Where do you see yourself in terms of the overall development of this area? You see, this is uh, this is an area that has not been tapped, I would say untouched, and yet there, it has a lot of potential. It's like a, something, it's like a, a, a treasure actually, sitting somewhere that no one is exploring. You know, uh, Kurdistan region and Iraq has a lot of history and heritage, important his, uh, heritage, not only for of local importance, but also globally. So the, there are massive opportunities with bring with, with you know using these assets towards both engagement, edutainment, and also economic opportunity. So what's happening right now is we have a, a young generation that are more resourceful, that are have you know more IT skills. These are all for the benefit of the thing that I'm hoping to push forward, like to push more through this research project. But then 
it's the application of these things that is missing the link okay you have these skills but then how can you use it but then if through these research projects and also these other training and projects that we do in the digital cultural heritage research group we push them to use those skills in cultural heritage sector then in doing that first of all you you create you know different projects where you know people instead of going to malls they go to museums as a way of you know engagement and enjoying things and uh, and as and secondly so you create people will enjoy and goes to visit different places and engage with cultural heritage because it's you know it, it become a entertainment because you see one of the challenges we have in local museum and cultural heritage sites in general they offer minimal interpretation and storytelling and, and, and any program for engagement. So they are basically like the very old museum style of storehouses for artifacts. Yet, if you look at museum today, they are actually places for learning environment, for engaging, and they are running different programs for bringing in people. We have all those missing in local museums. But then if, if we train them through the research project, train the you know, museum directors and you know, the decision makers or even the stakeholders on how to use museums as a way for protecting cultural heritage as an institution, I, I am protecting them and holding them in my you know, stores or displays, but also as a way for engaging people through different stories, different events, then we have created this link between the population and the cultural heritage institutions. And then we create a job opportunities. And that's and that's key to obviously sustainability of cultural heritage. Absolutely, and that's we see when it comes to uh, sustainability and cultural heritage, it's really important to empower and enable locals. And this is what we are hoping to push for. And in fact, and that's why I'm really focused on the young, you know, on the research, the other partners. We are all like in the project. We are focused on young people. It's just because you know we see potentials, but then they need a, a connection, a link, and a way of being empowered and we think that with research and the training that we offer it will enable them to better you know engage and protect and of course that the outcome will be used by everyone not just young people but i mean in terms of building capacities and sustainability of could you tell us a bit more about your local team in iraq you said um, you're working with uh, the pi is dr saad skandar yes so he's the former head of the national archives in baghdad and who else is involved in this project in, in Iraq? Uh, in, in terms of the project management, like I said, my uh, Dr. Saad and myself and Dr. Alan. But then aside from that, we have, uh, so the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group already has its own staff. And these are young uh, people who graduated from different departments at Suleimani Polytechnic University. Then we also employed for this project three interns who are graduates of a uh, city planning department who don't have a job. I mean, and this, is, and this is part of the goal of the project also to employ some young people. But also we, we are also recruiting volunteers who are help, who will be helping beside the interns. So we'll have the interns, the research staff, and also other faculty members and volunteers who will be involved with the, with the management and with the execution of the different phases of the project. And like I said, not only just for the, the project that's funded by Nahrain, but also other projects from the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group. Like I said, the goal is, and then, and that's why I said, I, like the plan is to tie it with this initiation of pay it forward, is these are the people who we will be investing time, training them, working with them intensely, is to hopefully 
have them, you know, as as like, you know, as the the people who will be also helping with you, spreading knowledge and also passing working towards the long term. Yes, the long term. So this is obviously an international project. It's a research collaboration between Reading University and Leicester University, and of course Lemania Polytechnic yes. University. Could you tell us about ways in which you you'll be working together with these two universities in the UK? Yeah, we already fortunately we already have uh, previous collaboration and communications, a very positive one. Uh, so uh, with Professor Roger Matthews, uh, you know, he's also the head of uh, Rashid International, that's an NGO based in Germany. It's for research and assessment safeguarding Iraqi cultural heritage. And I'm also a board member of that. So we have that priority communication. We also have had some other communication through and collaboration through other projects for Slimani Museum and other project they are involved with. And then with the University of Leicester, Dr. Ruth Young, uh, we already have, you know, we had previous application, it didn't succeed for cultural protection, but, but my university has had some other collaboration with them. The goal is actually we will be having, you know, uh, regular meetings and as well as, you know, in-person visits for doing the different phases of the research project, which is, uh, you know, guiding the, you know, designing the data collection, you know, the methodology of the data collection thing, and also for the training. Some of the training will be carried out by them, you know, based on their field of expertise and, of course, other experts, and also giving the lectures and those kind of things. This is an open project, so anyone in Iraq could could join, could participate in your Absolutely. activities. Yes, definitely. And, and how will you raise awareness of your project? Will you be creating a website? Will you be using social media? How will you get the message across? Yeah, actually we are planning and we already started planning for when we start. We will have our, you know, the website of the project will be hosted at Suleimani Polytechnic University's website. And then we will have social media and we will be actively actually, you know, approaching, having, a, you know, a, approaching local media and international ones. To, to tell about the project and also encourage other people to join the membership and that's at least for the networking event but for the focus group we will be actually uh, targeting you know we will have you know like i said because this is a networking plus data collection so for the data collection to be ma- to be able to manage the focus group we will be targeting you know the people who we think would be able mm-hmm. to answer the question or give us data for the training, we will be targeting as a prior, prioritizing, basically, that's what I'm trying to say, the people who we think would be able to help. But then as our long-term thing, we will be recording those assets and those, you know, training materials and things for others to look at on our website. In fact, we are planning to even open up, uh, create a database for cultural heritage events and cultural heritage resources on our website. This is something, a, a new addition that we hope to add to the project. So basically, we hope to make our website, our project website, as a as a as a hub, as a place where you where to go for culture, any cultural heritage. In fact, for even sometimes even simple events, you know, you have, oh, I didn't learn about it on TV or something aftermath. But we hope to make those, you know, make those available for people if they want to see events aside from our events, even you know, promoting other cultural heritage events in the city or even around in Iraq to so that for people see and also creating a database for cultural heritage funds or even you know uh, public you know things you know guiding people for where to find resources and things like that so uh, as a something as a as a source of information uh, one of the interesting trends that's emerging uh, nowadays in gen- in many domains is participation 
you know, we have in planning something called participatory planning and in cultural heritage or other thing called crowdsourcing and things like that for, you know, not only collecting data, but also generating content for cultural heritage interpretation and things like that. And why this is happening is because uh, as you know, we are moving forward age of, you know, social media and people like democratization of information and things like that. People like to have something in it, in, in this thing, then they become involved with it. So the idea of having a network where we have bring people in is makes the research will help the research component of the of the project a lot. Why? Because you know, for research you need data, you need information, you need different insight, different things, and to collect and analyze. The fact that we are bringing a net, creating a network is really helping the research aspect of it. It's just you know making data collection easier, more accessible. You have more data to collect, and more people who are willing committing to give you data and information. And then the research part is feeding back to the network. How? You know, through the research, we are bringing more people, we are hearing their voices, they bring their voice to the research, to the project that are guiding, and through this, we create network. So we think that this is, the two works together very well because then it helps both the short-term and long-term goals of, you know, data collection, doing, conducting research and systematic research for the state of cultural heritage, as well as establishing connection that, that's really needed for cultural heritage sector, in fact, even many sectors. Uh, but I mean, because it's the connection is, is key, that's what we hope to, to create and also maintain in the long term, is to, to, to the success of any, of the, whether the research or the development part. Do, do you think the synergy between research and development could have real policy implications, both in Iraq, but also for international donors? We hope that that will become a, something that they will actually look for as, as a requirement in the future. Why? Because this is something, you know, if every culture or every country has their own context. So, you know, uh, in, in, in Kurdistan region and in Iraq, you see we do have a lot of uh, good projects, good people who are willing to do things, but they, it's very fragmented. Things are very fragmented, and that's why, you know, it's hard to find a systematic way of doing things, and because it's just like everything is fragmented. I think if donors really next time or in next one look for things that are encouraging more collaboration, you know, bringing more people together, it's really key for long-term successful projects. So we hope that we become a model for others to, you know, to, to, to take into account, you know, to learn that, in fact, we will be documenting uh, our, our, uh, our successes and failures as part of the managing of the project and the things that we experience with bringing people. So it's not just the research that we do on, on that cultural heritage thing, but also we do a research on ourselves. That's what we hope to document, how things go, let's say, what are the challenges of bringing people from different uh, sectors? Because especially that we really emphasize the interdisciplinary and multi, like you know bringing people from different sectors and different backgrounds to this. So what are the challenges in, that we we might run into in, in in this context? And we would like to share our practice and our experience with others, and that we will be documenting on the website as part of the deliverable of the project. So I mean, hopefully this will help others when they come to designing a program or even donors, they learn from our experience about things that work and not working in terms of making those as criteria for... And for donors to understand that there are strategic interventions in a critical time like the one that we have in Iraq, that projects like this could help 
in the context of fragmentation that you've just mentioned is is actually a project that is locally driven, locally designed with international collaboration. It's not an international project with 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 local partners. It's actually driven by local demand, local request for support, and local engagement. You see, because if you don't have a, you, the thing is, I think often happen with when you are. No, when you don't think about the sustainable component of a project, and this is something m- many funders nowadays ask about the sustainability of project, if it is just some, some a project that's coming somewhere without actually local, local engagement or local one who take care of this, then once the fund is finished, then this project collapse because there are no one who takes care of it or move it forward. This is something that in our design of the project, we have been strategically thinking about and trying to, you know, to, uh, to think about the long term of the project because the project, and, and this is something thank for uh, Nahri Network comes like the fund came in a very critical time for us as we are we were, you know, planning the activities of Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group, which is a new group in itself. So this is like, you know, helping us with, helped us with planning our the activities that we do at least to start with and then planning the long-term one. And then for policies, actually we hope to, some of the research that we do in terms of mapping the policies, I think we hope actually to help with uh, at least writing some drafts for to submit to Parliament, mm. you know, as, as, a, as a thing. They consider it or not, we hope to push for it, to push it, you know, through the data, you know. This would be an informed, uh, you know, insightful uh, observation, you know. Based on evidence, yeah, based, based on, on evidence, yeah. well, based on what we think. So we hope that actually we push some legislation as well as part of we would submit the draft to you know the the people uh, members of parliament. Hopefully they push because you know in in Iraq the Kurdistan region the cultural heritage laws are you know are very outdated outdated and not keeping up with uh, yeah. with the requirement and need of the people. And and where do you see a project moving after a year? Where do you see this sort of evolving unfolding over the long term? Um, and how do you best see the the use of resources after this project has ended? Obviously, you could apply for more international funding, but if there are ways in which local society, and obviously you're trying to strengthen civil society, so if you can speak about the future a bit beyond this project. So what happened is, uh, after establishing the network, which is like, we hope at some point even to register it, so it become a, an entity in itself, as a, like as an NGO. We considered that with uh, Dr. Sa'ad, we discussed that, the possibility of registering it as an as a NGO. As, so, as a network. As a network, yeah. as a local network, and that's yeah. even possible with, we do have a department of NGO that, you know, you register thing. And so then, but, but it will be hosted at the Suleimani Polytechnic University. So what will happen actually, and, and like I said, that's why I said this project is really timely for us. So in Suleimani Polytechnic University and in the research center that I used to coordinate, but now I'm just focusing on the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group, we established, we introduced something where we had, a, like every two weeks, we had a workshop or a training thing. So we we already started that as part of our, and the university kept, you know, funding the, you know, the... Uh, the beverages and stuff, you know, for the people, the guests coming. So, I mean, we already have that infrastructure. So what happened, this fund has been helping, will be helping us with, you know, bringing international, you know, uh, experts and things for this. And also some, you know, enable it. So we hope that this, through this fund, we will train some capacities so that after that we can use them for, you know, giving more workshops and giving lectures. 
And of course, we will, as a university, we even started something where we do remote lecturing or remote training thing. So we could, we will be able to continue those training path. And then for the network, like I said, we are hoping to even register it. So that we will hope to not only actually keep those people who have been working as part of the project for the one year, but also, you know, extending beyond that. Because we have, aside from the project, we have the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group that's already doing those things. So it's already building on existing on, yes. work and infrastructure. And even plans, that's the thing. So because then this, uh, because then we will be able to to use the people who we train them to also train other people and do, you know, travel to other cities and things. Whether that, and part of it will be maybe funded through other funds that we will be definitely applying for. And also others from our own university that already started this process of training and thing. And we hope, like I said, we hope also to expand and through the network and connection, even more interesting opportunities arise from different collaboration and different thing. But like I said, the goal is to bring people together, connect people together, and then we are all systematically. Uh, looking into things and we hope that within that network we will have different groups you know what i mean so let's say we will have when we become more specialized we will have people who are more in about conservation more people about digitization or you know different things so that more people can you know so that even with this network we have more specialized people who you can you know use them for targeted training or you know targeted research or thing like that you know so we could actually one of the other thing by the way i forgot to mention about that and this is something this is one of the plan of the research group the digital cultural heritage research group is actually uh, to encourage international uh, scholars and you know partners to use our resources i think it's actually to uh, to facilitate data collection for them so let's say if you are a faculty member in a in a uk university and you want to conduct a research related to cultural heritage in iraq so we will be actually willing as part of our training capacity building we will be having people who are able to collect data for you and that's why, because they are trying to support your research through data collection. So instead of hiring people, paying interns, they could pay the interns, you know, the people who will be doing, you know, a small amount or not at all. Then we can use their time toward, uh, toward, uh, you know, using the, you know, uh, helping this this scholar with his or her research on cultural heritage in the Kurdistan region and Iraq. With data collection so you know what i mean so some of our supports we, so we will be also offering supports for international scholars in cultural heritage not only in terms of venues and events facilitation and workshop but also in terms of data collections and access to resource and connection to local partners well on that note thank you very much dr rojin best of luck with this project and if someone wants to visit or learn more about this project how can they do that of course we will like i said we will have, we will be putting contact information for the project on the website and also on our social media channels and other ways. And then the Hain Network will also be posting more information about this project. Um, and it's let me take this opportunity to to thank the Nahrain Network and its great team for the excellent support that they have been providing for us throughout uh, the, you know, the preparation phases for the project and also my scholarship, visiting scholarship here. The network is truly an enabler and we hope that as part of what we said, pay it forward, that we hope to pay forward what we have, the knowledge and the experience and the support that has been shared with us, that we hope to pass that to other 
uh, scholars and other initiations back home. Thank you very much. Thank you for you. Okay.